beat you. It's the damn truth. I've done it before. You're just never beat All right, me we got race. the competitive juices flowing. I love to hear it. Welcome to Boom. episode 61 of the No Hangover Podcast. As always, your favorite host, Jordan G. I got my partners across from me. You want to introduce yourself? The Boom. Cuban sensation. It's your boy, Jacob. Boom. It's Eric. I'm back. He's back. <clears throat> from a little hiatus. Back like he never left. Boom. Glad wow. to have you back. Um, you know where to find us. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, social media, as always. Um, no Hangover Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's the best place to get in contact with us. If you want to DM us about any type of information, any type of content that you want to see, that's the best place to reach, uh, reach us. Um, if you've been listening to our playlist, they're on Spotify. We have 11 of them. If you don't have Spotify, you can find them on Apple Music at Eric's personal page. And that is at Eric underscore Ponte 34. Yes, sir. Almost forget. Almost. Get in, get in touch with the vibes. Let us know what you think about that. <clears throat> Any suggestions that you guys have on those? Um, as always, get in contact with us on No Hangover Podcast on Instagram. Let us know what you think. Yeah, episode 61. Boom. Glad to be back. We back. We out, yeah. We out here. We're back. Um, Let's get it on and popping. Let's do it. I got a question off the bat. Off the bat. From my, from my partners over here. We'll start with Eric. Mm, Eric, uh. <laughs> When you um, oh actually, if you guys didn't know, happy birthday to good, the great uh, Kobe Bean. No, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's, oh, a, yes. that's a great Bean. way to start the podcast. Boom. For sure. R.I.P. R.I.P. For sure. His that's exact right. birthday is eight twenty-three. Mm-hmm. It's ironic that tomorrow is eight twenty-four. That's Kobe Day. That's Kobe in LA, Day, right? In L.A. In the world at this that's point, pretty, yeah, it's no, pretty I'm much. Sure. I mean, I feel I'm like sure a lot of places. Yeah, Kobe was that, bigger yeah. than. Just bigger than LA. One, one city, yeah. one you know, one state. Yeah, I mean the impact. Sure. Man is worldwide. Yeah. But going off of Kobe, um, how do you personally feel, or in in a sense, what do you want your legacy to be? Yeah, That's man. a loaded question. That it's is. tough. That is. is. I mean, Very I well. guess like just from the obviously, I want to be remembered as like you know a caring person, someone who was you know willing to go. And, you know, help people to the best of my ability, like do what I can to, you know, leave this world a better place than when I, than, you know, when I entered, you know, that's kind of like the cliche generic answer. But I mean, to an extent, that's true. Um, as far as it's just because it's hard to think about that right now, because I feel like we're in like the midst of creating that legacy. So right. like thinking that far ahead is it's tough. it's tough to put it like in perspective right now. But it, I mean, like there's so much f- more that I want to do that I haven't accomplished yet. Exactly. So, I mean, it's it, it's just, you know, you have an idea of what you wanted to be. But until things start really playing out and start, you know, you start getting into the thick of things and get to that point where you can think of a legacy like uh-huh. that you're leaving behind. I'll be able to give you a better answer, but like as far as far as like just generic off the top of the dome, like you know, you want to be remembered as a good person. You want people to you know, you know, at your funeral, you hope there's you know a number of people that are you know willing to talk on your behalf and like oh, you course. know say good things about you and you know pass on you know your name to you know your kids, your kids' kids, their kids' kids' kids, and you know you're able to you're able to build that type of uh, reputation for yourself and that type of I guess financial freedom where you know you've been able to touch and impact a lot of different people. I guess a better way I could have worded the question is what are your, I guess, kind of plans on your legacy, basically? Like, how do you, how do you plan on leaving your mark on the world? I mean, I feel like the best way to do that is through your actions. Like, 
a lot of people, especially nowadays with, you know, this being an election year, a lot of political turmoil, a lot of racial, racially charged things, like, you know, it's just, at the end of the day, people are going to remember how you treated them and, you know, whatever instance or interaction that you have with them. So it's like, as long as, if I, like, if I'm going, when I deal with people and like on a day-to-day basis, just anybody, like if, if the, like their lasting impression of me, whether it's like a five minute interaction or like an hour, however long the interaction is, like I want them to think it's like, you know, he's, he's at least trying to do good by people. Like his head's in the right place. His heart's in the right place. Right. Like he's trying to, you know, kind of change people's perspective on, you know, on or give a, give humanity, a positive, I guess, yeah. like on a, like on some deep shit, but like something like that, like not like make people think that it's not all that bad. Right. Change, change people's negative you know mindsets to a positive mindset mm-hmm. or you know change it to giving them a different outlook on certain issues like they might be stuck in one way and then you show them this whole other way exactly and like, oh wow you know this man really touched me or he showed me this that people can be different and but in a lot of that though a lot, the thing is is that you know you try to do that but there's always going to be people who are gonna you know try and twist what you're really trying to do and try and make it fit their agenda or make it fit their narrative and things like that and it's you know that's when like in the long run like a guy like Kobe that you know he had his ups and downs during his career and things like that but the lasting legacy of him is you know great father great basketball player you know willing to give back you know giving back to you know being a mentor to these young basketball players and things of that nature like exactly exactly like regardless of where his career was where it went how it was blah blah like he is remembered as a great man and more than just a basketball player. Strong statement. Definitely, I agree with that. I think that that adds to his legacy even more. Aside from basketball, mm-hmm. what he did, what he did off the court. Not only that, the work ethic that he represented, I think, was so special. I sure. think the greatest gift that you can give to the world is to inspire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, 100%. if that, if you can leave your mark on people and want them to do better for themselves or make a change for themselves, and you've you've done it, in my opinion. And All that, the people I respect and, and wanted to be like inspired me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like legacy wise, if you if you're doing that, then you're creating a legacy. Yeah, unbeknownst. Yeah, unbeknownst. I mean it's it's right. it's a it's a everyday thing. Like and, if, and great word and unbeknownst because a person who's working towards something doesn't know that they're truly inspiring other people. Exactly. You're you know just what I'm going saying? about, but that goes. You're just going about your everyday, just you know, doing things just to. Just for the not for any gratification and not for any like you know somebody to pat you on the back. Right. You're just doing it just because it's the right thing to do. Right, and that but, builds attraction. Exactly. If you like, if you're just doing it subconsciously, like if it like it's building habits and things like that, and that's where you know, you know, it is kind of it does come from like what kind of person you are and how you were raised and things like that. But at a certain point, like you start, you know, how hard is it to just hold the door open for somebody when they're walking by? Like just little things like yeah. that that kind of like add up and build up. You don't realize like how important repetition is and, and good habits from a young age are mm-hmm. until you meet people in their older lives and they don't have any of those values. You know what I'm Very saying? Honest, like yeah. now I realize why my dad or my mom was on me so much about saying thank you mm-hmm. after everything or mm-hmm. hold the door for this person. Just be mannerable all together, all the time, constantly right. on me until when I got older, it's just second nature. Like I don't know anything different. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know anything different. But the people who were raised who who weren't raised under those type, same type of rules and same type same type of guidance, they don't have that in their in their elder age. So Correct. I mean, interesting you can, to you see. You see the, the big disconnect through Definitely. between the people of, you know, people who were raised these certain ways of like, oh, these are your core values. There's people who probably, you know, didn't have that positive role model or didn't have someone right. teaching them these things right. to kind of 
change them or change their outlook on life. And it's crazy right. how like just one little instance can really like one little interaction. Like I said, like it could be even be like a five minute interaction. How much how much of an impact that could really have on someone? Because it's not right. always about the amount of time that you spend. It's about what you do with that amount of time. Right. Yeah. And like if you're just kind of, you know, you you know somebody for fucking, you know, years or whatever. It's just like it never goes below surface things. Mm-hmm. It could be completely different than if you have a little like five, ten minute interaction and they just the whatever happens in that five ten minutes, they say something that's just so profound to you that sticks to you, and it's like leave an impression on exactly. you. Exactly, and right. it's like you might never ever see that person ever again. But right. it's like that memory for whatever reason is just like just burns into you. your brain, and it you know it shapes you into you know kind of who you are today. It's those little like people don't understand like the little details of things like just throughout life, the little intricacies and like just the little like you know mm-hmm. the little moments that really you know make you who you are. Right. The irony in life, too, how things line up. Honestly. You know what I'm saying? That, like, I don't know if you call it fate or just, I don't know the. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's about timing. Timing, the energy of things, but, like, crazy. I believe in signs. Mm-hmm. Like, I think things happen for a reason. And I think certain things happen to give you confirmation on certain situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you might go through a situation and then. How do I explain this? See something that's very similar or. or you, let, let's say you go through a situation you had thoughts of what was going on in the background mm-hmm. and then you come across something that confirms it for you like i think signs like that are very believable mm-hmm. and i think the universe presents those type well, of things yeah, like for red you. flags and things of that nature definitely but i mean that goes into i mean like part of that is into your legacy because having that good judgment and having and being able to you know see those red flags and you know you gotta fuck up if you yeah if you imagine like you because i mean all of us here, there's been certain times where we've been caught up with people that, you know, have been doing, you know, bad things or whatever. We're hanging out with them. And it's like we had the choice to either, you know, stick around and be around and stay in that environment or, you know, understand that it's like, listen, there's nothing against you. But if I keep on hanging around you, like you're going to bring me down with you. And like I right. not no love lost, like just because you lost me as a friend doesn't mean we're enemies now. It's just right. like now I, I got to, you know, watch out for myself at some point. And like, right. Well, my parents used to always say, show me your friends. I'll show you who you are. Facts. I mean, there's right. fucking however many, you know, different, you know, uh, what's it called? Metaphors and shit like oh, that yeah. of, you know, basically who you're hanging around with and shit like that. Right. So yeah. it's, it's, it, it's definitely a correlation. A lot of people want to say, oh, well, that's cliche, this, that, whatever. But I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. That's why it's cliche. So it's like, you know, you really do got to watch who you're, you know, who you're hanging around with. And like I said, just because you cut them out of your life doesn't mean there's, there's no love lost. Like that doesn't mean you don't love them any less. But like at a certain point you got to be selfish. And like, if you're trying to get to somewhere and, you know, talking about building some type of legacy, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's not, nobody said it's going to be easy. Some people are going to get hurt and that's just the way that life goes. But if they really do love you and really care for you, then they'll understand. It's like, all right, well, correct. they would want to see what's best for you. They would understand, you know, that maybe some, for instance, some people stay stagnant, you know, Mm -hmm. and you have to kind of like, Oh, I'm, I'm just grow apart. Yeah. I'm just going in this direction, you know, I, it's not that I have anything against you, but I see where you're at versus where I'm trying to be at this point in my life. And we're just not equal right now. If you can get back up to my level, by all means, hey, good for you. But that's the beautiful thing about it, though, is that, you know, it might take something like that to change somebody's perspective and see that the people around them are starting to, you know, move up and level up. And there's, you know, they're looking around and nobody that they hung around with and, you know, 
middle school, high school, they're all doing different things and shit like that. And that, like I said, it doesn't mean you can't still be friends, but at some point life takes over Correct. and it's up to you whether you're going to, you know, take advantage of that or if you just, if you feel comfortable with where you're at and there's nothing wrong with it. If you feel like you, you're at a point where you're comfortable, you know, you're doing this, you don't really feel like you have to do anything more than, you know, more power to you. Uh, but problems. there's a lot of people in this world, especially here in the in the United States, we're very prideful of being number one and leaving some type of like mark and legacy and, you know, very prideful in that aspect. So it's like you a lot of people are up. exactly right. we don't like to stay stagnant. Exactly. We're trying to, you know, which I mean, especially for us, you know, we're always working on how we're going to get better. Mm-hmm. How we're going to do this better. How are we going to, you know, just do anything in life better. How are we going to show people a certain way? How are we going to. Uh, basically achieve our goals the way we want to achieve them mm-hmm. we're working towards these things some people you know not saying anything against them like you said but some people don't necessarily know what they want out of life yet mm-hmm. so they're kind of just coasting through it we i feel like granted it's and it hasn't you know it, it's been with age because we've all bullshitted and you know wasted time i'm for shit sure. i've wasted time for, for sure. sure for sure but then you kind of get this idea, okay, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to get there. Let me do the steps I need to take now to get there, to but achieve that, my I mean, goals. That's a, that's a hard part for a lot of people, though, is that understanding that that shit starts, like, right now. That shit right. starts yesterday. Like, if you're yeah. really trying to, like, build something and, like, make something happen. Like, Every hour counts. You got you to gotta take advantage of the time that you got. And we've said this before, that time is the most valuable thing that we have in this world. And it's how you use it. Again, like... You know, you could spend, and this is this is something that I see a lot because I, I go to the gym and I work out. Like I see people in the gym like three, four hours, but it's like cool, like good for you. Not hating, but it's like again, you don't have to spend like a million hours in the gym to look good and this, that, whatever. It's about right. how you spend your time doing something right. and maximizing that what you're doing in that time, and just you know being organized and shit. And that's that's the hard part that I've you know I've had to get better on because I've not organized for shit i've gotten better with it but like if you look into my room like sometimes it's a fucking mess there's shit laying around everywhere and like i've heard (laughs) a lot of people like say that you know your room is a reflection of how your life is right now like sometimes my room is disorganized as fuck so it's like (laughs) so it's like yeah no i definitely agree with that but i can be very disorganized i feel like i try and do a lot of things without planning it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying sometimes i'll put together a plan of how i want to do it and then i scramble things around Mm mm-hmm but um, I feel like we're all working in a good direction, and we're going towards positive things. That's good, though. I mean, sorry to cut you off. That's good, though, that it kind of, like, you, like, the far, as far as, like, planning something and then not always it going to, like, coming, going through, it kind of, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're able to adapt and you're able to, you know, change things and still, like, you know, right. get to what you're trying to get to. So, right. I mean, it could be a good and a bad. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's about adapting in life, too. So, yeah, that's that's a positive from the situation. But I think my my biggest problem is, like, planning out something and sticking to that direct path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I bounce around mm-hmm. sometimes. I mean, but that's another thing about life. We want to say, oh, it's going to be this direct path. Right. And you, you never life, know what's thrown can, your way. Yeah, correct. Exactly. Life will knock you off that path right quick. Very easy. So it's like you, you was saying, you got to adapt and you got to, Resilience. you know, kind of got to find like your way back to it. You know, you can, for example, and this goes with anything. I mean, even with the gym, for instance, me in the gym, shit, <laughs> I need to get back on my shit. <laughs> me but, too. You know, life throws you off. You get busy, caught up in other things. You can get back on, you know, just get back to to it. It's the little things. You start small, keep working towards it, keep progressing. I mean, that kind of ties into because resilience, too, because you're going to get knocked off. And then if it's up to you to, you know, 
determined is like, well, am I going to let this, you know, just knock me off my course and not get back on? Like just for the gym, for example, or you're going to be resilient, understand it's like, all right, well now I got to get myself back into a routine. Correct. And I mean, it's a, it's a, cause even with me, like, cause I, I, I like working out, but there's sometimes where I'm just like, fuck, like, I don't want, I just want to fucking lay down and be lazy and just be, you know, just not work out. And there'll be times where I'll go through like a little two, three week slump where I'm just like not really going to the gym, but then I got to find that motivation and be resilient and be right. like, understand it's like, well, this is, you know, I like to work out, but it also like, it's beneficial to me. It's good to stay active. Once right. you stop moving, that's when your body starts start shutting down and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And you start not working properly. So it's like right. that, you know, you kind of have to give yourself a kickstart and have, and that's one of like, one of the, uh, most admirable features are characteristics that somebody can have is being resilient and not letting people put you down or not letting yourself put yourself down and, you know, getting through tough situations and certain situations and seeing people come out on the other side. Like I just yeah. give people so much respect for that. Definitely. I mean, that's the mark of a man. If you ask me, for you sure. gotta be able to figure a woman too, you know, just, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to get, we got you. We gotta got keep, you. I'm trying to keep shit PC, but, the mark of a, a grown-up, period, is yeah. is being resilient and getting through situations. You know, life is all about how you react from situations and how you build yourself back. Because life's going to happen. You're going to go through different speed bumps. Relationships are not going to go your way. Jobs are not always going to go your way. Finances aren't always going to go your way. And sometimes you're going to have to dig yourself back. You know what I'm saying? And it's, man, it's hard where you're going through the process. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But there's always it's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Like For if you sure. think about any situation that you've been in, like in, in in my personal experience, there's always been a good moment after that. How long yeah. it lasts, I don't know. Could be a week or two, it could be one experience. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna happen. Like there's good and bad energy in life, period. There's a balance. Eventually you're gonna find the good and then prepare for the bad because that's gonna come again too. Huh? Very true. I mean, I feel like at least in my personal life, I've been blessed with a lot of good. Right, but yeah. it's also like the little things that can knock you off course. Like the one little bad thing, you're like, ah, oh, shit, and you got to get back to it. Mm-hmm. Got to get back to it. Okay. I mean, that that leads. Everybody in. is presented. I'm sorry to cut you off. No. Everybody is presented different circumstances, though. So, but that doesn't mean everybody doesn't go through shit either. Oh, of course. Everybody has their own problems, and it's specific mm-hmm. to them. But that also, I mean that that little thing going to like details that little thing could you know if you just let it linger it could snowball into something bigger and yeah. like you know if you let it just Very go tough. out of control and not pay or not pay it any attention just kind of oh well you know whatever i'll just and you just let it you know ferment and just like build up then it can turn into a giant problem that you know at the time it just didn't really seem like a big deal so like nipping things in the butt and like being direct sometimes is also like a big thing as far as like keeping yourself on track being self-disciplined that's how you build these type of things. Right. Yeah. Sure. Self-discipline is important. But, uh, I mean, going back to your point, having a, a strong woman by your side, going Ooh. back to the point of having having good people around yeah. you. That you makes know, you want to do well, too. That makes it you want to do more. Yeah. I mean, because at that point, it's like. You want a girl that inspires you, definitely. I want you to be a better person, in my opinion. I mean that's I, 100%. like that's the people you want around you, but especially like if you're talking about a well, that's, that, strong woman, yeah that's that, that that is like you know the it's probably the, the the most intimate relationship that you'll ever have is with your your wife or your significant other or your partner like that's somebody right. that you're with day in and day out and you guys are like sharing each other and it's like right. to build that type of trust and have somebody that's actually like down for you like no matter what and knowing that that's there it's that's just insane. it's a fuck yeah. it's inspiring <laughs> it's inspiring it is it's it sounds thing. out of this world yeah, a little bit 
It does. It's possible though, right? right. Of course. <laughs> I've seen. I, I mean, yeah. I've seen people that truly care for each other and that are truly like there for each other, and it's it's us against the world type shit. And it's a and beautiful thing. And then they can thing. become complete strangers. Isn't that crazy too? See, but I feel like if it was it's like a part of life, it is. I feel but like, but it, in those situations, it wasn't really ever that. Then, like, if if they were willing to just cut you off like that, and just either they have some really deep rooted issues that they just can't deal with yeah, emotions in a certain way, or, or it was just never really that. It was just you know in the moment it felt good, and they were just very caught up in the moment, and then. You know, they got over the moment. It's like, all right, well. Yeah, because what he's talking about, it feels like something on a whole deeper level. That's some real shit. That's some spiritual shit. Yeah, like that's, you know, beyond. I mean, mean, that's what you hope to to find, Mm -hmm. though. I mean, all of those things, like, go into, like, building a legacy. Like, you got to, like, you got to have the right people around you. You got to have the people. just you. It is. It's the people that, you know, you involve yourself with and that you're around and that, you know, you're taking advice from. Because even though, like, you know, you're the narrator of your own story and, you know, you're the star of your own movie, like, they're supporting cast. Like, you're taking people, like, there's people's opinions that you take into consideration. There's, you know, certain situation that it's like you've never been through. You got to go to somebody to, you know, get some advice, no no matter at what age, no matter at what age, whether you're 20 years old, whether you're 50 years old, like there's always situations that are always going to come up that you just haven't dealt with yet. So you got to have the right people around you to like, you know, kind of tell you what you need to hear, but at the same time, let you know that it's like, you're going to be good though type shit. Right. Since you brought that up, how how often does that person listen? (laughs) It all, it all depends. It all depends on how much they respect the opinion, mm-hmm. obviously. But some people are hard-headed. I'm hard-headed. So right. a lot of times I'll get the information and I'll have to Go doom, hit my head and be like, course. oh, wait. But we kind of talked about this This last is what week, they though. said. It's, it's kind of like on a respect level, too. It depends on who's giving you this information. And what the situation is. Correct. Because well. the, there okay, is some okay. things, if you haven't been through the situation, like we talked about it when... For example, we all have gone through certain situations. <laughs> we, we, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why Jordan's dying. For example, we could give you advice on a situation, but you're going to have to go through it on your own. And it happens to everybody. You definitely have there's, to go through that shit on cor- your own. Correct. Like there's, for instance, he gave me advice. You gave me advice about it, but certain things you got to deal with on you your just, own. Listen, then you that's, have your that's, own process you to know, deal at with that it. point you hear that you hear the advice you go and like, I've done this uh, a few times that like just come to, to mind that like, you'll go seek advice from somebody, but that's exactly what it is. It's just advice. It's just a suggestion. That doesn't mean you have to take it, but maybe like sometimes just hearing like another side or another perspective of things will like kind of like either reassure you on what you thought was already right and what you think you should do or on the flip side it gives you like okay well you know i didn't think about that maybe i should take this into consideration and you know mm-hmm. on the at the long run it will give you you know all right well maybe i made the better choice by listening to this person because there's been mm-hmm. times where i've gone and asked for advice i listened to it i took it into consideration but i still went with what i felt was right Right. And it was no disrespect to what they said. And I had told them, it's like, listen, it's not not that I disregarded what you said. But at the end of the day, like, you you make know, I'm a man now. At the end of the day, exactly. Yeah. So it's you like, I hear decisions. what you're going to listen. But at the, I got to, you know, take my own life into my own hands. And, like, if I just do everything that take all the advice that anybody's ever given me all the time and I don't follow my own shit, then you got to follow your gut. Sometimes. You know, at some point you're going to look around. And it's like, well, how the sometimes, fuck did I even get here? Like, I don't sometimes even know. your gut will uppercut the shit out you, though. So be careful with it. But you, you're always gonna, like you said, Me you're gonna listen to the advice. But as a, as just us being young men, like we're gonna, we're gonna go off of what we think. 
Right. Are you trying to say your gut feeling could be wrong or it could yeah, be right and it, it can fucks be. you up later? No, I'm saying it will both. You can be wrong. Like mm-hmm. you could say, oh, I'm going to follow my gut. And your gut can be so wrong on this thing that you wish yeah. you would have listened to advice mm-hmm. and vice versa. You could be right. And you don't listen to and it. And you don't listen to it. And you're like, nah, it'll be fine. And then, bow, you get hit with that uppercut. Like, fuck, I should have listened. Right. That's the steady balance, though. Yeah. That's, I mean, but that's, that's, the, that's those the, are the situations that you hope you learn from. And this you, you crazy know, you don't game make the same we call mistake. life. Well, I play the game of life every day. You know how there's a board game called Life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Dad joke. <laughs> dad joke. <laughs> None of us are dads. Uh, not yet. I mean, like, I'm not. Not I'm, yet. Like, I'm excited to have a kid. Not anytime soon. I'm not ready for it. I'm not even in a relationship with anybody. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even in a relationship. <laughs> but like, just like it doesn't even just, come across my, my just like mind. Thinking, I mean, it? that goes that goes into my legacy though. Like, I'm not gonna lie. definitely yeah. does. But like, like, there's never times where I sit and think about like, what's my life in having a kid? Yeah, I don't. Think you don't about, think about like. Think there's about never it. been a time where you just been like laying in bed or just driving, like just in I traffic, want, and you're just like, baby. and you're just like thinking about and your mind just goes wandering into like 50 different rabbit holes and you just get to a point like how's my life going to be in 5 10 15 years like at that point yes. i feel like i'm gonna but have, I, like, I don't know i never thought about the kid part for some I mean, reason even, even in part of for instance like a, i don't know if you've ever talked in, in a conversation with someone and you ask them oh what's your two-year plan what's your five-year plan right like that's something i think about and like eric said i do think about having kids and stuff and i definitely because i shit i want a little mini me like my son will be the cutest motherfucker the hard part in history. About, the hard part about that for me, this guy. But, this guy. but I just, you know, like, you, it's just something I think about. It's like more you, than the kid you, looking good, Jacob. The hard I, no, part not, about I'm it, though, is that, like, when somebody asks me for a two-year plan or, like, a five-year plan, like, it's like, I kind of have an idea of, like, the things that I can control. Like, things like relationships and having a kid is, like, something that it's, like, I want have something to happen, like, organically. Like, I'm not trying to, like, 100%. by this time, I want to have a, a girlfriend. By this time, I want to be engaged. Like, it's, like, what? Like, I just want to, like, let it happen. Like, just let's go with the flow. Like, let me love you. You love me. And then we'll see how it goes. Like, people who try and, like, so plan you, every aspect of their life yeah. is, like, it's too you, much. You're not, in, it's, you're it's not into forced. Planned Parenthood? No? <laughs> like, you're in a relationship with a girl for a while, and it's, like, the conversation is coming up. You guys want to have kids, or she's ready to have kids. Ah, uh, man. I mean, and you guys start working. How long? That. How long are we together, though? I mean, if if the conversation starts coming up, then I'm willing to have them and see where it goes, and you know, talk about it then. But like again, it's something that has to happen naturally. Like the conversation is going to come up eventually. Okay, obviously. Yeah. If I'm with somebody for that right, long, okay. and then, you know, if you right. or if you truly care enough, well, that's Planned Parenthood, though. I get. I mean, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to just like surprise. Yeah, <laughs> you don't like, want it to be that organic, kids. Like, no, yeah. like, I'll, like the conversation will come up, and then kind of like, so I guess in a sense, yeah. I mean, like, I wanted to happen as you organic be, as possible. Like, I want, but the, you wanted to be a super healthy situation. Right? Yeah, I don't want to just I like prefer, like yes. the people who try to have kids to save a marriage. I'll never understand that. No, no. that is like I Twitch feel you're on the kid. That yeah, honestly, yeah, like before people. anything else, it's like what like for what like this is not like. Uh, a little dog or like a pet like it's like where you could just kind of like all right well you know things gonna work out i'm either gonna take the dog or we can sell it like this is a child (laughs) we can sell it (laughs) like this is a child like because a dog you just give them a no happy home like okay like be happy and they'll be fucking good to go a kid is like humans are so much more complex than that even though they're kind (laughs) of one and the same to me but you know (laughs) (laughs) Yes, oh, yes, man. Eric. I 
I can't believe you just explained that. I can't believe you even compared them like that. Honestly, I mean, dogs and kids, babies are kind of they poop and eat and pee, and you gotta fucking take care of them. They don't speak English for the first three years. Oh God! There you go. That's not. I didn't even think of that one. But dogs, I mean, at least dogs, it's like for like 12, 13 years. You have to deal with a kid for 18, at least. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, man. I'm done. I'm done. And you you want to have the kid. You're thinking about having kids. Maybe not. Stick with the dogs. That's why I said not anytime soon. I ain't ready for all that. You should be laying laying down thinking about your two-year dog plan because a kid is not for you. The day you die is a kid. I know. That's literally until the day you die that... Is going to be in your life. My, I'll tell you all, actually, my biggest fear in life, my biggest fear in my entire life, yeah, it goes along with this topic. <laughs> is having a kid that looks like you? Oh. No. Boom! Shit, <laughs> <laughs> y'all are dumb as fuck. Nah, it's having a kid with the wrong woman. Ooh. That is my biggest fear Living in this it, world. No, I'm not gonna say that. See, but I feel like at that point, like, you know, like, I feel, like I said, like, at well, that point, it's like, you're either just like lying to yourself or you're doing it to save a marriage or save a relationship. And I feel like at that point, you know, and people will just kind of like convince themselves to like, okay, or unless you'd like, unless you just slip up. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's my biggest fear. Like, like I'm, I'm hoping if I do have a kid, it's someone I had an organic relationship with. Like, yeah. I love this person. And maybe even if we aren't planning the kid at the time, I at least had, you know, I loved that person. Mm. And yes, what we did and what we made is special. That's, you know, a beautiful bond we have forever. And if shit doesn't work out down the lines, it's like, all right, well, you know, I wish it did, but we still made this beautiful being together. Yeah. I still love you for that. Yeah. I'm worried about like, for instance, if heaven forbid, say I was just somehow like fucking around or something. And it's a, you know, a chick that I know is like, just, just a terrible person. Just like a terrible <laughs> chick, but like it's just a lack of judgment. I'm like, oh sure, let's you know, let's do it, whatever. And bam, I get hurt for I'll be like, fuck. I mean, like your whole life is ruined because you're with that girl. Like you can't say that because there's a beautiful. There's a lot of different examples that, of that. Uh, I'm a I mean, byproduct. I'm a byproduct of that. I wouldn't say ruined because you know, like I said, I have a very positive outlook on life. So I'll, sure, I will make the best out of the situation. I'm it just will, saying it will suck a little bit more. It will probably, yeah, it'll probably little, make it a not, little. It'll make it a little harder, and not as it's not going to be as ideal. It's as not a good situation, that's for sure. But I understand you what can you're make it say, work, though. You can make it work if you got two I, yeah, people. The biggest thing, work. though, is that like. See, but you shouldn't let that affect the kid. Yeah. Oh, I would never say it would. You know what I'm saying? Because it can. The biggest thing, thing, though, is that to that is that you know at, at at a certain point you have to understand it's like it's not about how I feel about how you feel it's about this kid right now like that is you know the thing that is right. holding us together like we have to put our differences aside and you know and, you and hope that people are grown up enough to do that correct. and you know put their differences aside for the you know greater but, good yeah. of the it kid can make the for a toxic of the situation kid. though it so can. that's not good for the kid so it's good that you don't want to be in a situation like that because 9 right. times out of 10 if you don't want to have a kid with that person then the situation is going to be toxic. You guys yeah. are never going to see things yeah, eye to eye. You're correct. never going to be on the same page. It's always going to be an argument. Exactly. And not Trust to, me, I know. Yeah, and not to so, say, and you exactly, you probably know better than me. Not to say that's going to be easy or anything. But it's like, not easy at all. But it doesn't mean that the person is not going. You know, the kid's not going to turn out to be a good person, or it's not going to be bliss in that. No, you know what I'm saying? 100%. It's just going to be a harder situation. That's and, all and it's I'm going sure. To be. I mean, I'm sure. Even like I said, even 
that being my fear, I'm sure I'll always still have love for that person regardless, yeah. even you if will. I did not want to have I mean, yeah, that's that a, kid. You, will. you want half on yeah, a baby, a, you better correct. have love it's for a, It's a bond. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a different kind of bond with that person. You will always have love for that but person. But at the same time, I just personally, I would like rather it be, uh, you know, like I was talking. Because of the girl. love you'll have for the kid, you'll never want anything bad to happen mm-hmm. to that other person. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would never wish evil upon anyone regardless, kid or without. Right. Even if they are an evil ass person, you're always you going to have some type of something in you is always going to care about that person to a certain extent because that's 100%. the mother of your child. You know what I'm saying, and what it's a different kind of bond. What hurts the mother hurts the child. Yeah. Hurts you. You know yeah. what I'm saying. So it's always going to be some type yeah. of connection. There. There's nothing you can do about that. Very true, bro. But the ideal situation is to have a kid out of love with somebody that you want to build something yeah, on correct. and it'd be a great situation. And correct. if it doesn't build, work, build and if my it doesn't, legacy right. with that person, of course. And, and if it doesn't have a kid with that, person, I agree. Then. And if it doesn't work out, like you said, at least you guys had some type of relationship yeah. there that it's not going to be toxic after that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But God damn it. People make shit so complicated, even because there's like, I've just seen because I've seen situations where it's like one side is trying to and even if there's not a kid involved, like if they're just going through a split up or something like that, like there's just somebody that's going to be bitter about something like it just seems more times than not. There's like one side is going to be bitter, like they either didn't want it to end or like they're just, you know, they're just the type of person that's just, you know, I'm, you know, in a foul mood. So I'm just going to make everything hell around me and shit like that. It's just like fucked up thing about uh, feelings. Like that's that's the that's the part that scares me. And I've been I've been on record on saying this just like. Uh, people are just like you just never know what people are really like what their real intentions are until they show you what their real intentions are and then by that time it's like too late like it's like you're in the thick of shit and it's just like ah, uh, like you're just going like through a like site of fucking cyclone of fucking chaos and they're just trying to fuck shit up and like just kind of like bring you down as we're already going down together instead of just like splitting shit off or like just kind of like all right this didn't work out like you can have hard feelings, whatever, but, like, just kind of, like, let things go. People will just, like, bring you down and just be fucking little shitheads about shit. And it's just, like, why? Like, what's the point? Like, I don't get why people get so bitter about shit. Like, I do, but at the same time, it's, like, why hold on to it? Because I've been bitter about things, but it's, like, at the same time, it's, like, it doesn't do me any justice to hold on to these bitter feelings. At the end of the day, I'm only like hurting myself and like holding myself back. And I just don't understand like why people will hold on to this and knowing these things. And it's just like, they get like some type of like enjoyment or satisfaction or like something from it. It's hard for me to understand just cause like, I just don't see what the benefit is from it. Of being bitter over a situation. Yeah. And like, sometimes I feel like it's like a position in life. If, if you're not happy where, you're not happy with where you are in life. You are more bitter towards that situation because that person may be in a better place than Mm -hmm. you. Sometimes I think it's that like you don't have all your ducks in a row. So it's like pointing the finger at the other person. You know what I'm saying? Projecting, projecting. That's one, that's one perspective. Like, why did you do this to me? Even though like, for instance, your bitterness comment, it's like people are like, Oh, why did you do this to me? When it's not, you necessarily didn't do anything that bad. It's just, they don't have their life. Like Jordan said, where they're wanting it to be. So they're kind of using you as the scapegoat of like, why did you do this? Yeah, you're the like, root of my problems. Correct. Even though you might yeah. not be, it's just. But that's, that's the thing about human emotion. It is. It's because I was a crazy. World. Like, I was, that's the thing about life. I feel like you can't let situations defeat you because that could nah. that could be your life. Yeah. Like right there, one situation is 
can control the rest of your life and that's not a good thing if you let it if you if let you, it though. if you let yeah. it that's gonna be i mean that's like that's your like, demise that's like the person who peaked in high school and then they fucking live off that shit and they're like living off of their high school days and shit they just like you know let that define them as like what they did in high school and things of that nature like if you let one moment define your whole life like then you yeah. you start holding yourself back and you start building bitterness yes yeah. you so start building hard. bitterness and resentment right it's it's oh man! That's Listen, I've been we watching create moments over here at yeah. No Hammer Podcast. I was watching that that uh, the story of us with Morgan Freeman was narrating it. Like some of the stories on there are just like, and it's from like all over the world. Like it's similar stories of like people going through. Like the first episode was about enslavement and like it like from your body to your mind. Like how how where the connection and the correlation is between enslavement. And then there was another one about uh, a lot of it is mental about like children and like just like. It takes stories from all over the world, and it, the way Morgan Freeman, Freeman like narrates, and the way the that delivery. he delivery, the honestly, the way that he interviews these people and like gets their stories and the production on it. It's a National Geographic thing. It's on Netflix, but it's like, it's it's I don't know. Like I like watching documentaries and things like that, and like getting like real life shit because that's what we're in like essentially and i feel like a lot of people lose the di- like there's a disconnect between your own world like your reality and the reality of things mm-hmm. and i feel like that's where we lose a lot of like people who are down to earth and people who are like truly like empathetic about things and like understand the situation of things and can really give like a legit like opinion about something without being super biased cuz regardless like i've just kind of come to terms that people are going to be biased like subconsciously like you there's something that you believe in whether you believe it is right or wrong like people are going to have like a smidget of bias even if you try to be as fair as possible you're always going to lean towards one way a little bit more whether it's like a percentage or not your upbringing though exactly yeah it's it's, i mean it's a lot of things it's your upbringing it's you know certain situations like your own personal experiences with certain situations there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that can like eric said kind of tip your scale one way or the other right like you could believe oh no no Every, you could, I mean, for instance, all, all these people are bad because you had, you know, bad experiences with these people versus all these people aren't bad because you have nothing but good experiences. Go, yeah. I get what you're saying. Way, like, vice versa. I, a lot of people will just try and, and this ha- it's happened a lot more recently, is like, we'll say, well, I haven't experienced this, so this doesn't happen. Well, no, that's not the case. Like, just because you haven't experienced it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Like, you can right. be aware of it and then still have your opinion on it and things like that, but you have to be aware there's good things that happen there's bad things that happen and there's things that are just kind of like in the middle that happen like there's just you know there's being aware and having like your being aware will give you a better opinion of things if the less that you're aware the more you're just going to have an ignorant dumb opinion on something and it's okay to have that like there's nothing wrong but then you got to be able you know be willing to you know if you're willing to give your opinion you got to be willing to listen to other people's opinions to you know really get the full perspective on things and have the best opinion that you can. Right. But a lot of people want to give their opinion and not listen to anybody else. And it's like, well, you can't have one without the other. Like you get, like if you're going to be able, if you're going to be able to dish it, you got to be able to take it as well. Right. And right. we lose that a lot. Well, a lot of people that can't do it. They can only see one side. They want they And that's what they only want their reality. They don't want the, the real reality. They want their reality. What's going on in their world and what fits what they, what's going on with them. That's what they want. They don't want the bigger picture and they don't want the actual reality of things. I mean, until we figure that out, there'll always gonna be, be a, a bias. It's always going to be a little back and forth. Fuck, 
You want to get to some type of UFC shit? There's been a lot of UFC going on. There's bigger about types if you want. Type of women. I want a woman that's going to love me and make me be better. That's what I want. I don't got no type. <laughs> hey, I mean, honestly, I really don't. Like, as far as, like, physically. Hey, Eric's, like, bad Eric's probably <laughs> had the most variety. I don't have, like, I don't, like, like, there's people that I only like white girls. I only like black girls. I don't like Spanish girls. Eric it's likes like, personality. I do. Personality. Probably, like, as far as features, I'm a sucker for eyes. I love, like, color or, like, a shape of the eyes. Like, that's something that I, like, that, I don't know. I just. It's a turn off for me. And nice Same. lips. Mm-hmm. I do love me some nice lips. That's like as far as face, like, That's you know, you, like know, you a, have like a big a butt, obviously. <laughs> and, you know, I like that. Big yeah. boobies. Who doesn't like that? But like if I'm like if I'm really looking at somebody and like something that catches me first, like the first things I look at if I'm looking at somebody's like a, a woman's face, it's either the eyes or, or her lips. Yeah, correct. I, I mean, I nice hair, too. I like I like a nice. I love a chick with, with, with nice hair. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I like chicks that have ombre for some reason. I'm real specific with that. I yeah. like that blend. I like that. Well, I, mean, I always not. have. For real? Yeah. I've always I've always liked women with, with hair like that. Yeah. I like exotic women, if I'm being honest. Spanish women. I love women with colorful eyes. Yeah. yeah. That's a killer combo right but there. But even that, like, if it, if the eye shape, like, it doesn't even necessarily have to be the color, but, like, if they have, like, a good eye shape, like, I don't, like, I don't know, like... Yeah, I like different features about women. Like, I might yeah. like a girl because she has nice lips yeah. or she has nice eyes. You know what I'm saying? How about you, Jacob? She has a pretty smile. I'm just kind of laughing at, like, the eye shape. That's true, though. Like I like her hairstyle. Like, yeah. you, know, nah. you can appreciate yeah. different small things about It's the about details, people. buddy. Right. It's the details. I, I mean, yeah, I appreciate. <laughs> shit, I appreciate just the way women dress sometimes. I'm like, that girl has. You like style. Thing. Correct. I'm like, she has, you know, style for instance, finesse. you could walk. Well, see two girls walking down the street you're like damn that girl has some style to her yeah the girls and swagger like, the way you carry yourself like confidence i feel like that's something that we all can agree on though we need a woman with confidence that you know well confidence is the biggest attractor i think on both sides yeah somebody sure. but the thing is somebody who knows that they're good looking but doesn't have to fucking flaunt and be like oh i'm the baddest oh, bitch yeah, and shit like that because there's right. there's there's women that that know they're bad and yeah. it's like they want you to know that they know they're bad and it's like all right like i get it but it's kind of like a turn off at a yeah. certain point there's a fine line I yeah mean, even, even with us even with like the dumb shit i'd be saying on yeah. here like Granted, like nah, you believe it, dog. I, I'm not saying I don't, <laughs> but I don't. I don't like. And that's what goes into the confidence. Yeah, it is. I do have shit. My confidence. There's the legacy. No one shooting the aura. <laughs> no one. Yeah, no one. Legacy. No one's stopping that. For we sure. could talk about the legacy if you want to break it down. I mean, but, I don't know if you mm-hmm. want to get into the intricacies <laughs> of the legacy, but we could do that. The Cuban sensation. The Cuban sensation. <laughs> I give the whole background and the nickname if you oh, really want me to. <laughs> Look at him right now. He's like, <laughs> we really want to go into it. It'll be a, it'll be two more hours of podcast if we want to yeah. do that. Well, uh, we need to have like we did in the beginning, like the the individual a, spotlighting ones, like we did in the beginning, like when we first started the podcast. We all have like sucks. we all have some yeah. hard stories, like at yeah. least two or three. Hard well, stories. we can revisit that. And who was first? What Jordan was first, right? On what? When we when I we first like, like episode like three episodes. or four when we started no, doing no, that we didn't do me first. Did we, we did. do me first? I'm pretty sure it was no. I was last because my birthday happened. We did to me fall first. Yeah, then Jacob, me, then me. So we could start with you. I, was, I got good stories. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. We, we could revisit that. We could re- revisit. That I got soon. some stories I can't put on the air though. <laughs> and you know what I mean. <laughs> well, trust me, we all got stories. Honestly, maybe that's when we'll fucking. Develop a big following because people; those are some some personal stories. some personal stories. Boom. This is true, and the passion that. that'll come behind the story—you'll know that shit is real. <laughs> One of us is getting shot. 
Boom. I never really even talk yeah. about it either. I'm just kidding. I think we're all pretty humble for the most part. I feel like, yeah, for the most Within part. Within our friend group, of course, we're going to kick shit. And yeah, we're going to talk but. about shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we kind of talked about last week. We're more of, you know, like low, low key, key yeah. you know, like not really. Not put, seeking, not seeking right. the validation. Yeah, that's why sometimes when females like, I'll let them, I'll play dumb. Mm-hmm. I'll let them think that, that he could never. Nah, he don't have no. I'll let them think that. And Blad Al. Boom. <laughs> Surprise the fuck out your ass. <laughs> but mean, that's how you know. should move, I feel like. I mean, it shouldn't I mean, be I'm, off cloud I'm, or I'm attention. I like that, but like when it comes to the female part, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm a really honest person. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I might be a little brutally I'm honest. I'm honest too, but some, I mean. And sometimes it might hurt me more than help me, but I'd rather be honest up front and see where it goes from there. I mean, yeah. you got to accept me for me. Like, but you can't gonna... tell everybody everything. Yeah, but. Like, y- y'all know the specific story I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I can't just, to go and tell a female that would be a little. Yeah, I mean, there's certain, you bring out certain things when it's, when the time's appropriate, but you can be, you can be upfront with the intentions and like what's, what's, what's going on and you know what I'm I've saying? never told that story to a female. That story is okay to keep, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Maybe not yet. Maybe not that's that specific story. But yeah, you don't have to tell. That's more no. of like for your, your future son when for he's in high school. Exactly. Man. <laughs> but you don't got to tell. You, know, no, you no. don't got to tell no female that no. story ever, to be honest. Never. Yeah, yeah, female's yeah, gonna ask me about this boom. story. Oh, You're gonna shit. get comments blowing up, blowing up. Hey, if y'all want to know Jordan's story, hit it's him a in the boring DMs. story. Don't hit me up. It's not a boring story. You'd have a pretty. So boring, I gotta dab myself. This man's sweating from his boring story. Pretty interesting story. You have interesting stories too. We were supposed to talk about you. How did it flip to me? I don't have no nickname. You do. You're the one being interviewed. I'm trying to tell you. Let's do that thing. Let's start next week with the little fucking three part docu series of the No Hangover. We don't kiss and tell, so we can never do an episode like that. It's not about kissing and telling. It's about explaining it how you want to explain it. You know how we had a little bio oh. thing, like how you know we ask you questions and you you give the answer. Yeah, that but you we were a little give. bit more direct with that. Like, if we're gonna do this, then it's gonna well, be it, how but exactly that's the I thing. just talked yeah, about. Exactly. It. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to give up juicy details, but you know we we've grown since then. It's been what about fifty some episodes since then. Over <laughs> since the story. No, since since we did the it's little like bio oh, shit. Okay, okay, okay. Sixty yeah. episodes since then. We okay. put those out like I think that was three. Uh, three so four, if five. you take away three. From sixty one, that's like fifty something episodes. I said, "Damn, you're sixty. I get because you said we're gonna do this next week. We're gonna have some more episodes come out first. Neither you niggas is good at math, so it I'm good at math. math. <laughs> I, can't, I can't read. I can't read or spell for shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that good but at I'm math. Good at math. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh fuck! Anyone who knows me knows I can't spell. I can, shit, I could damn near read. I'm just kidding. I can I'm just read. Saying, but history, spelling. history, and world, or yeah, world history and geography were probably my best subjects in school yeah. for sure. History, yeah, same. That shit was well, interesting. And, and I mean, though, people I really, because that had to deal with more like people and like you know, just like the uh, psychology of people I'm and like how train really, of thoughts just never change. So I was good at dates, you know, like remembering dates. Yeah, but I mean, names. if you're just trying to pass a class, yeah, all you got to do is yeah, remember the dates, and dates and names. But like, mm-hmm. as far as like interest and like, those are classes that like, I they never, I never yes. went under like a B in those classes. And that's saying something, because a lot of these classes <laughs> I did not give a shit about. Yeah, that's saying something. <laughs> like, it's pretty obvious. Like, if I don't care, like, it's pretty obvious that I don't care. Like, yeah, math, always, science, did not give a fuck. <laughs> I was always good at staying afloat in school. Like, it was, I never did that. Well, I was pretty good in school, if I'm being honest. I had the highest GP, uh, GPA out of the three of us. I'd say I'm you did. sure. Yeah, you probably, yeah, I'm sure. Better than me. I know that. Would you? <laughs> would you? Anyway? I had, like... 
maybe like a 3.0 somewhere around there. That's pretty good. Around yeah. there. Yeah, like I graduated. Yeah, like 3.0. Yeah, I only had like a 3.4, 3.3. Yeah, better than us. <laughs> <laughs> but I was kind of like point, you had the better. I, I kind of like had to work for it. In a sense, like I, I didn't really. Well, a lot of it was is that like like I said, I just didn't really care. Same. So like I like lazy. I could, like if I put effort into these math class and science classes, I probably could have gotten like a C or a B just because it really wasn't my best subject. But like I had to put an effort. Well, I didn't put an effort, <laughs> so I was getting I, I was getting for maybe I was, the C or the B. I was getting like, right. I was getting D's and shit, and just like just barely passing because it's like I just didn't really give a fuck about math. I thought it was stupid. A lot of the shit See, I, just I didn't, didn't feel like I needed. Honestly. My problem, like, I I didn't have to put effort in, and I would get like a, a C or a B in most classes. But that was my problem because in middle school, I had to put no effort in and I got straight A's. Yeah, like middle school math was school easy. School was easy for me in middle school. I got a trophy for getting straight A's like yeah. two years in a row. I never did and that. And then I got to high school and then it was like, we got to study a little bit. Yeah, no. And I was like, mm. My thing was, was, <laughs> I think the biggest thing that kind of killed me was homework. Yeah. <laughs> homework. I just didn't do it. Homework was not hard for me. It wasn't hard. I just didn't fucking do it. So, like, that kind of hurts your grades if in you don't seven, do any homework. I wasn't a great test taker. I was decent at tests. I just homework i'm like nah, i'm not doing that see in seventh grade like halfway through the year i had bad grades and my and i made a deal with my mom and my stepdad that if i had all a's and b's for the rest of the year i'll get a ladinian thomason jersey easy as fuck like it's just like that i'm like like, that's it bet and i fucking did it seventh grade was probably one of my best years as far as grades i got all a's and b's for like from from the second semester on like it just had a little light, a little fire under my ass, and that was it. But like, yeah, middle school was a breeze. I had straight A's, <laughs> except for one report, gar- one report card in in sixth grade. Fucking Miss Shalone gave me a B. <laughs> I was so upset. Was, I would have had she that. She called shit. me a hoodlum one time. Did she? She did. She was funny. Probably. She had that smoker sock. She did. She did. She kind of had a big nose too. Schnauz. She was like a little witch. She Her was, and Mr. Harrison so were probably getting it on. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Don't describe. I had Mr. Harrison for a science teacher. He. <laughs> he was my creep. dumbass. He was over there looking he at was, little girls and shit. He uh, he gave about. me a referral one time. I didn't go to and don't know who the he fuck went to South Sewer about. Hole. Boom. Boom. Well, sorry, I'm cooler than you guys. <laughs> shit happens. Wrong. But uh, enough about middle school stuff. I want to talk about guys find each other. Uh, what? <laughs> guys find <laughs> each other. UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you introduce it like that? Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's guys beating the shit out of each other. And women. They got women fighting. Oh, uh, they do. They do have women fighting. Yes, talk about your interest in that, Eric. We would well, love to hear it. I mean, uh, who? Uh, Israel Adesanya and Paulo Costa are fighting. That shit. That's going to be. He's I got saw, pink hair, too. I saw the uh, Frankie Edgar that. fight last night, and that was a good fight. Me and Ryan didn't watch the it. The Brazilian guy, but Frankie Edgar won. I was thinking about that, too. John Jones if fucking fighting heavyweight. heavyweight. Well, we gotta we, okay, we got to work, yeah, work our way there. There's so many things. First, this Paulo Costa, Israel Adesanya fight. Israel right. Adesanya has pink hair. He does. Which makes me think he's right not now. focused. He might be buying into his celebrity a little bit. He too. is buying into his celebrity. He was he on did Sports that, Center. Fucking he was doing that before the... Uh, Yoel Romero fight. Yoel Romero fight. Yeah, but like Yoel Romero in wasn't, in, wasn't engaging that fight. Like that fight was a bogus fight. All he had to do it was engage, and I feel like he would have caught Israel yeah. Adesanya. So that was a. But very you got to understand, Israel Adesanya annoying he's, fight to watch. He's nineteen and zero in the UFC, but his professional fighting career, this man is like seventy four and one. I know he's a kickboxing. he's a badass kickboxer. I know he, his he's a striker. He is a freaking pound like one of probably one of the best strikers. Yeah, he's and probably like he's the, the best striker in the divi- his division, of yeah, course. Sure. Right. Maybe in the whole UFC, he might be one of the best strikers. Right. Yeah, but he's not that but strong. And Paulo Costa a has tank. a chin. 
like him did you see that yo romero and yeah. they, like they were beating the shit out of each other they, really and they were, were both eat both of them just eating shots i don't agree that it was a unanimous decision either that it's I thought Yo Romero won the fight, but Paulo Costa, they gave him the fight. It went to decision. He won the fight, and he's obviously undefeated, but he can take a fucking shot. Yeah. Like, I he, feel like Israel Adesanya. He's a big guy. He is. Yeah. For walking around at that weight class, he is a lot bigger than that weight class. Yeah. Israel Adesanya, I feel like he he fights on the run. Like, on the move. Well, he's, a count, he's more of a counter striker. Exactly. Yeah. He's not going to get in and engage yeah. like that. The way Pablo Costa and Yoel Romero he, did. He has. No, he has. He's like, more of a strategic he, fighter. Yeah. He is. But if you've watched some of Israel Anasani's fights, like he'll sit in the he, pocket. Like he'll he's a striker. I'm he not saying that he's not he going to mix it, it up. What he leans more towards is counter striking. And like he's he's, 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 he's a, a pace fighter. Yeah, he's the easiest way to knock he's, someone what's out. What's it called? You wait for them to throw something. You catch them when they're yeah, he's, you know, he's, least expected. Oh, what's it called? Anderson Silva 2.0. Essentially, he's the same type of fighter, same right. type of striker. People are talking about he might be one of the greatest strikers in the UFC that they've ever seen. And to me, in my opinion, Anderson Silva was that. Was the greatest striker? Yeah. I mean, to he's me, in my opinion, yeah. he is. Like, as far as, like, that knockout they had against Forrest Griffin, that he was going backwards and, like, jabbed him and knocked yeah. him out cold. Like, he's that one is, of the like, greatest. That shit was cold. Like, he did it, it. It looked like he put no effort into it. Like, in his prime, in his peak, nobody could touch him. No. Now, Israel Adesanya, like, we'll see. The last fight that we saw with him and Yoel was very disappointing. Like, he right. didn't really engage. I was but not excited. I was not pleased You with can't that. really blame him because he's the champion. He yeah. had to do what he did what he had to do to win the fight, and he was out. If Yoel Romero wanted to really win he, as the opponent, you have to engage. And, be, and he was just kind of trying to let the fight come to him and kind of play Israel Adesanya's game, and that didn't work for we'll him. play Israel Adesanya's role. Like, Yoel was acting like he didn't have to, anything to prove. Yeah. Like, he was the better fighter in there. Yeah. He wasn't alone with the belt. You're gonna have to, you know, exactly. if you want the belt, you got to get the belt. Exactly, simple as that. So and I mean, kind of didn't do. That was a very boring fight. But this one, I think Paulo fight. Costa is not gonna be scared, and I think he is no, going pa- to Paulo engage. Paulo Costa will charge this man. Yeah, I know that for and a he's fact. He's gonna. It's gonna. So I'm excited to see what's gonna happen because honestly, I don't know. I want to say Anasanya will probably win, but I honestly don't know. And he's like you either said, either one of them has. They're I both mean, undefeated too. Correct, so. but they both and because. Knocking someone out isn't just power; it's also precision timing. Yeah, it's hitting them so in the right spot like, and the right button. You could literally just boom, and correct. that can knock somebody yeah. out. It's just Cast depending where you the hit them. Yep, depends where you hit them. It doesn't have to be the hardest so shot. It is an exciting fight to actually. That whole card is pretty. Exciting. Yeah, because John Jones. Speaking of, he he, he vacated the title, yeah, so there's going to be two championship belt. fights. I think Dominic Reyes is probably going to win that fight, and John Jones going into heavyweight. There's a lot of different ways that that that, that could play out as far as like. How are they going to... A, gonna, a it, motivated John Jones will wax that division. I mean, you saw the tweets that he was putting out during the fight, right? During the Stipe Cormier fight. Like, he was pretty much like, they're, you're too slow. They're too slow. I'm more, Like, it's if true, I'm at though. that fight, if it's I'm true, at that though. size, like, they're not going to be able to keep up. Like, it's going to be easy. I'm going to wax the floor with y'all. And, even, like, it's even, John Jones. Even Francis Ngannou. <laughs> Francis, which is a scary motherfucker at heavyweight. He's even, a different type of fighter. Even Francis was like, John Jones at heavyweight is going to be scary for the division. Yeah. Yes, he's super scary because he's an athletic he is, freak. He is he's way still the faster. greatest UFC his, uh, UFC fighter in history. Is right. he not? Yeah, I would say he is. Okay, I say John Jones. Is the GOAT. Right. Reputa- his reputation and his accolades the speak for thing, themselves. The only thing he's ever lost is out, outside of the octagon. He has to never himself. lost it. Exactly. Yeah, he, he can be himself. He's fighting his demons. That's the only motherfuckers <laughs> that can one, beat him. His one blemish on his record, the no contest, was a DQ. Out, correct. Outside the it's not No, no, not even that. His only loss on his record was like the in the beginning of his career. Like he threw an elbow at somebody mm-hmm. while they were still on their knee or something like yep. two or three times and they DQ'd him. Oh, yeah. 
the the no contest was against Cormier the first time. Yeah, because he failed a drug test. Right, and we know cocaine. I'm not, not going to talk about DC. But. Cocaine. He was like, I beat you after a weekend of cocaine. John Jones is a different. <laughs> he couldn't feel shit. He's a different. <laughs> he's a different athlete. He's a different fighter. We've seen it time in and time again. But how do you think it's going to play out? As far as like, do you think they'll give him a championship fight right off the bat, or do you think they're going to make him fight? Because the way I see it playing out is that they'll probably have him fight somebody, some, nah, you know. I don't care who they put in front they're of him. They're going to give him one fight. Uh-uh. They're going to put, listen, listen, listen to this. Listen. They're going to put one heavy, they're going to put him in a heavyweight fight. Just one, just to get him in there, just so whatever. Francis Ngannou and Stipe are going to fight. And whoever wins that fight, John Jones will fucking beat them. They actually, and then he'll be the heavyweight champion. What some, of the or Uf- champion. what some of the UFC reporters were basically saying is they kind of want to throw uh, John Jones in against Stipe right away. Right away, he'll but clean he, Stipe. But then, he was talking about retiring. That's the thing. What if he retires? Stipe, Stipe's Stipe. not retire. He needs to retire because he doesn't want that John I Jones don't, smoke. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a pretty retire. fight. He's I don't think it's going to be a pretty fight. It's at not going to be a pretty fight. It's. I think John Jones. It's will, nothing to even talk about. Like John Jones is going to. He is right. He's going to mop the floor with any anybody that. He comes across, yeah, especially Steepak, especially fucking with the confidence that he has right now. Like, not, not lost, just the, not just the confidence, but he's he is the greatest. Like, he is too, a technical. He is too technical of a fighter. Nobody has the genetic apart. makeup that he has. He will pick someone apart in that. Man, I just want to see him fight again. Like, he just needs to hurry up he, and he fight. Really Me too. I mean, I'm not gonna lie though. I did watch the uh, John Jones Dominic fight. Yeah. But he looked. That was a he, close one. He, was a he, close it one. was, but he looked unmotivated. Like he looked like it was just. He was just in the he, ring he, he just looked, because he, he looked, had to yeah, do it. Correct. He looked bored in there. Yeah. But it was a. Here a we close. go again. John Jones versus John Jones. It's like <laughs> that's He's what that's what it himself. is. Yeah, that fight. I mean, it was a close fight. He and Dominic Reyes did. You know, he showed that he was a lot better than what I thought he was, and what a lot of because he was a, a severe underdog. Correct. If I remember right, I mean, he was, he was a severe underdog. He was coming in as twelve and zero. He was undefeated, but. His twelve fights. I mean, yeah. granted, he had he had a, like I think six. I want to say he had like six uh, first round knockouts. I had seen some of them. I had watched them, but like it was nothing that was like extremely impressive. Or right. like he hadn't beat anyone too yeah. impressive yet. But he did stay in the ring, go go the distance go with John Jones. Rounds, yeah. Although it was an unmo- unmotivated John Jones, he still went five rounds. He did. So you got to give him credit for that. So he'll probably. I haven't really seen much of this. What is it, John? I can't really. John Bahovic. Something like that. His, I, oh, I want to say that's how you say his name. Bla- fuck. John Blackowicz. That's not how you say it. 26, <laughs> Jan, 26 and 8. Yan. It's probably Yan. Yan Blackowicz. Something Blackowicz. like that. You can look it up, people. You know. Blackowicz. But I haven't really <laughs> seen much of this guy. But Listen to UFC 253. You'll I'm hear sorry, them say I'm it. sorry to put your name like that, but. It's not like he's going to come But fight. two championship fights in one night. Co-main event. It's exciting. Israel Claudia, is that your girl? Who's the girl that won the, no. like, a couple weeks ago, and she was, like, dancing on the stage? No, she's in Bellator. Uh, oh, okay. What's but her then, name? Fuck if I know. <laughs> That's a bad bitch right there. <laughs> watch, your, watch your words. But then the next one, he's probably going to win because this guy's 37 years old. He's probably washed, bro. I'm not going to lie. Like, he's 26 and 8. He's got a lot of fights. He's, he, a, he's, a, he's a bad man, though. I believe it, but he's seven years. Dominic and Dominic Reyes, Reyes, is, Reyes that, is an athletic guy. He's the one that fought John Jones, yeah, right? Yeah, he's an athletic guy. Like he held his own against John Jones. We'll see. But this but man just um, Jan. He had just knocked out. Who did he just knock out? No, he's a he's a bad man. 
Nah, I mean was, they're in someone. the UFC. All of them are, you if, know, they got a few loose screws. They're willing to knock people out and yeah. fuck them up. You know what's for a living, funny so. about UFC? Someone um, today, someone told me I looked like I could, like they were like, you look like a UFC fighter. Wrong. I was like, I mean, you kind of have long wrong. arms. Like you kind of have that build a little bit, like of the like lightweights. Like uh, who yeah, was this person? If you were to work out, don't worry about it. If you were to yeah, work out no, and actually train, person? like you have a, you have. Let's a, record a video and I can show them that you're not a UFC fighter because <laughs> they're they're they're, they're mighty confused, <laughs> and I'm not a UFC fighter. <laughs> so the, what would that say? For the people wondering, I love Jordan, but I will wax this motherfucker. Yeah, but he says that about nobody's anybody, wondering. So. Oh, that's true. If nobody's you've been listening, wondering. we know the supreme confidence that you have, and it might this be a, a, you know, conceited. The occasional fan point. can watch the snippet and know that you could never do that to me. Boom. Then we gotta watch a full episode. Here we go. Backyard brawls, we're doing it right here. Kimbo live. Slice, <laughs> exclusive oh, content. That's how I'm and you're Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> I'll start my UFC. <laughs> I'm whooping that I'll ass. I'll start my UFC career by whipping your ass and getting Boom. getting promoted up. Me and Jacob have been fighting since we was half squats, though. Maybe that <laughs> not true. that young, but since high school, a, early high school. Yeah, since like ninth grade. We always used to box, slap box, pretty pretty intensely. Me and Eric <laughs> never got into a fight unless it was real. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's just how we get down. Honestly, <laughs> but y'all are different people. Yeah, like for instance, me, I could take something like we take it lightly, like we don't get too involved in it. We don't. Yeah, y'all, <laughs> y'all are more emotional, so it's like one thing goes wrong, it's like motherfucker. Yeah, we ready to go. <laughs> oh well, you live and you learn. Yeah, we fight and we're like, all right, talk to you later. Good workout, uh, wings. <laughs> or we're gonna do burgers <laughs> for real. But the event after this one is the what's it called? Uh, Habib Nurmagomedov and uh, Ooh, Justin, Justin Gaethje. Gaethje. Yeah, that's that's a literally a month after, almost a month after. I'm the, Team Justin Gaethje. I can never say his name correctly. Gaethje. But yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, I think Justin would win. Khabib. I've been Khabib, on him. Well, since he beat T. Ferg, I've I became a fan of him. To be honest, I watched a couple of interviews. Yeah, with him and his. Uh, I, I watched one guy. interview that he did with Joe He's Rogan and his guy. and his manager, and he is pretty humble. I know somebody that doesn't like him too much, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I think he's a pretty cool guy. I don't know. I just yeah, every time I've seen Habib fight, he's been dominant. Like it doesn't well, even I think seem he, like he's. But like he he's poses been a, a threat. Maybe not poses a threat because that's that's big to say with Khabib. But what Khabib usually has an advantage. Nah, he is a big threat to Khabib. He is. But I'm trying to explain why. What he usually has an advantage of, Khabib, over his opponents is his wrestling. Yeah. And wow. Justin Gaethje is a great wrestler, and he's great on his back. So that's going to be an interesting October 24th, dynamic right? to see. Yeah, it's October 24th. And we know he, we know he can strike. We've seen him yeah. do it with Tony, Tony Ferguson. No, he is a much better striker. Man, I don't know, man. He's a better striker he, than Khabib. He and is, he's not that but, bad of a wrestler. He's good on his back. Khabib is a supreme wrestler. That is true. And he, once he gets you down on the ground, it's like he, like, I feel bad for, like, his ground and pound looks painful. Like, it like it looks like it's just, like, extremely to the next level. Like, he is beating the shit out of you. Like I agree, but what I'm trying to say. the will out of you What to I'm trying live. to say with Justin Gaethje is that he's got he has great. a chance he's on got his got back. Gr- he's got great. Most people, mm-hmm. when nah, they get yeah. on the floor with yeah. Khabib, it's game over. We but, know that it's a wrap. Justin has great takedown defense, though. It's not like. He's not been trying. Like, people have tried to take him down yeah, for a long time. But, like, he hasn't faced the caliber of a number Gamedov. Like, he is on another. Like, he was wrestling bears, bro. Like, I if you could take down that, a bear, you know, a human like, is as you know, a, human as is a young lad. A <laughs> human is nothing to you. But he's like, fine. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying Khabib ain't And he's got hands. Man. He does. He probably doesn't have better hands than Justin Gaethje, he's but not, he no, has. He, he, he's, he, not, he's not. He has striker. hands, though. 
but he he's not a better striker, but he still has hands. Yeah, I'll be. A, and if he gets on your back, fight. it's like he it's, he's just show. Like he he'll, he'll talk shit to people while he's punching the shit out of them, hammer fist, and it's like you gone? Are you good? Are you good? And Khabib? just beating the shit out of him. Yeah, it, like they have those mic'd up sessions and mm-hmm. shit like that. He was over here talking shit. He was doing it to Conor McGregor. Well, I think like two two fights before that, there was another guy. I forget. Uh, Damn, I forget his name. But he was talking shit, literally, like, just punching the shit out of him, hammer fist, and just talking shit to him as he's beating the shit out of him. It's like, what do you do against that? That's just, like, adding salt to the wound. He's just, no, I not a, only is he fucking you up, but then he's talking to you on top of that Khabib, to show you that's like, I'm not putting that much effort into whooping your ass right now. Khabib ain't no joke. He's badass for sure. And, 28, no. And that's why I say with Justin Gaethje, he... Gaethje. Gaethje. <laughs> I fuck up his name every time. He has a good chance... Uh, it'll be a like, I, even when I say about I'm trying to give Khabib some respect Because I can't say that <laughs> Justin Gaethje's going to beat him or, wa- yeah, or wash yeah. him He has a chance I'll say that It'll, yeah. be, it'll be a great fight I'm excited I'm excited for the UFC the ne- Yeah the next, next couple, couple of events Are going to be They're going to be jam-packed Loaded with good fights Fight cards are going to be good I'm even excited Out of the Sanya is next week? No, no it's, it's, uh, the 20, September, it's the, the end of September The 26th right? It's, my, it's the weekend before my birthday it's an exciting. I took your birthday off. There's actually, way. um, and guy. it's not even a UFC. It's not even a main card, but I think it's, it's like September 19th. Colby Covington and uh, Tyron Woodley. Yeah, but Ty- Tyron I don't want to see Tyron Woodley, Woodley fight anymore. Last His last three fights, he's gotten fucking. He, it honest, doesn't look like he's want to be in there. Who did he fight? Honest, like? Gilbert Burns. I honestly, yeah, I got fucking worked. Yeah, I honestly think Colby. That Gilbert Burns fight was so upsetting, bro. Like Colby will probably wax him. He doesn't look motivated. He Tyron looks Woodley. unmotivated as fuck. Tyron Woodley, yeah. yeah. He just, like, he holds that shit back. Going through the motions. I mean, I don't, you know, you might not, people might not like this guy, but Colby Covington fight. is he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he's, he's got hands, too. Him and uh, him and Usman, that was a fucking phenomenal fight. Tomorrow phenomenal. Ah, oh, God, like. They went five rounds of straight just beating the shit out of each other. To get I don't know how really how much I really like Kamaru Usman, though. Like, he's definitely more of a wrestler, but, like, he just, like, he fights to win the fight. He doesn't fight to put on a show. And, like, I get it. Like, I'm not hating on him for it. But it's like, as a fan, I want to see people fight to fight. Like, I don't want to see people just to, like, go in there and just, oh, I'm just trying to win and win by points and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, granted, I mean, it, it depends on his fight. For instance, uh, when he fought Colby, they straight up were striking the whole time. Bro. It was, it was like, watch the fight. Watch it later today. They, it was a fucking great fight. Like they were beating the shit out of each other for all five Turn rounds up. until like savagery. the last, until like the last minute. He uh, um, it might sound bad, but like I mean, that's what out. you watch that shit for. I, I don't watch boxing to see them dance around. I don't watch yeah. I don't watch football to see people fucking you know shoestring tackle. I watch that shit to see people get fucked up a little bit, a little big hit uh-huh. here and there, and boom. This might be a little off course, but Montrez Harold just apologized to Luka Doncic for calling him a bitch ass white boy. Like that was a special moment to see. <laughs> Good and for him. Pretty sure he called Good him a pussy ass white boy. No, he called him a bitch ass white boy. Well, uh, there you go. Well, the, Progress. The post says bitch ass white boy. <laughs> <but> either <laughs> war, it was wrong to say. Either way, he, he's only apologizing because he knows he's gonna get fucking balled on. We're, we're getting to see this moment right now live together. This Good for him, thing. man. See, I like Montrez. I liked him coming out of Louisville. Right. I always thought he was going to be a good player, good hustle player, be a good role player. But good for him, man. You like to if see Luka Doncic wasn't the shit though, he doesn't apologize. Of course. So yeah. I think that's respect right there. Yeah, you have sure. to respect Luka Doncic. His play has been undeniable, phenomenal, phenomenal undeniable since he's been in the league. Yeah. And he's played well in his playoff run. Unfortunately, he got a little injured. So yeah. And to everybody who thought him, the Lakers were in trouble, you guys are stupid. Dame is still a beast. I'll say that, but. <laughs> 
They LeBron missed needed to warm up, and he's he's hot. Yeah, <laughs> that ten point. They, when they won by when LeBron had ten points, and they still won by like twenty three, twenty five points. Like they, everybody got everybody got so caught up in the hype of oh they won game one, but like they were on a hot streak still. So, like they that's had they, was, they were in playoff. Mo- they, they were, were in playoff, playoff mode, mode for like, eight games. Yeah, every game in the bubble was a playoff game. And, they, that intensity was yeah. there. Game and fatigue one. sets in. Fatigue right. sets in, and Definitely. the better team is gonna go. Like they're not a good. What got me is that I heard so many like sports personalities saying, "Oh yeah, defense doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that the Trailblazers don't uh, Trailblazers don't play defense." I'm like, "What well, doesn't matter if the Lakers can't shoot for shit in a seven in game, game series? In a seven in game, game series, one. though, game it matters though. Right. Defense matters in a se- one game. Yeah, defense doesn't fucking matter if you're just if you can just outscore yeah. your opponent right. in one game. But in seven games, you got to play defense. I agree with you. But if we're going just off game one and if the Lakers play Man, like boy. that for seven games, which game they're not, it's yeah. crazy to even yeah, exactly. think that." Then exactly. defense doesn't mean shit. In because an alternate reality, alternate the way universe. The, the way that Portland's offense is set up, they score points. But even like the past couple of nights, Dame's been off. Like he dislocated his finger in game three. This man he was not off thirty five yesterday. Yeah, but it was an inefficient thirty five. Like he didn't have the same impact that he was having in that in those you know that those eight games that he that he just went on a tear. Like yeah, it's thirty five points, but you have to understand like what how he, he got the points, his shooting percentage, things of that nature. His impact wasn't as great. What a success. The success of the Lakers is contingent on Anthony Davis, and it's obvious to see. Yeah. Every game you see, if yeah. when he gets hot, they start to play well. If he's cold, they don't play well But as I feel a team. like but LeBron that's, is that's deferring because, a lot more. Correct. That's because LeBron wants to run the offense through AD. Yeah. I mean, last night, what do you Maybe, he fucking put up? He, he decided, you he know, 38 Anthony, points last correct. night. Correct. Yeah. He was like, Anthony, I got this real quick. Yeah. Right. He put but, up 38 points. But he's AD started to play yeah, he's great picking late and choosing, in the game. He's picking and choosing his games more than he's ever have been before LeBron, LeBron? James. Yeah. Right. I agree. Because he, he, he doesn't has have the, to turn yeah, it on every exactly. night. So he's getting ready. That's why, I, And that's why I feel like they're going to win the finals because he's they can get through. And the Clippers, again, like I've been saying, like I don't feel like the team chemistry is there. I don't feel like they have the talent. I don't feel Playoff like, P is not a thing. <laughs> Charles Barkley roasted his Denounced that shit. Like, he used himself. I'm sorry to disagree. He used himself as an example. <laughs> That's how you to know kill he roasted the shit out of him. Yeah, don't call me championship, championship Chuck. <laughs> you can't call yourself Playoff P because oh, Playoff P is having shooting struggles like yep. he does in the playoffs every year. In the and I don't feel like their their team chemistry is there. How do he call himself Playoff P? Can we can we define that? What's Playoff P? Going cold? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly playoff what it P. is. That's exactly what it is. And I like Paul George, but he's living off that 2013, 24, those twenty fourteen season where they went to conference finals back to back. That's what he's living that's not off playoff of. Playoff P. It was then. I mean, he had a good playoff runs then, and then after playoff that, P he gets just game winners hit over boop. him. That's what Playoff P is. <laughs> but I mean, you have to give him. He plays defense, so so he puts himself in those situations more because he's willing to play the defense. A lot of people aren't willing to play the defense to get themselves. No, shot I'm not on. willing to give him a ball. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna. I do tried. It. I tried. Uh, I, like, I agree with you though, because like if you play enough defense, bro, you're gonna get Jade on. Nah, there's no true. way. Listen, I like him as a player in the playoffs. I don't, but like if you just if you were to take out like I don't the, hear that. the the next, you're gonna say Paul George is next. Nurkic is like, willing to block the shot. Two K, two K, Paul George. Like if you're just playing with him on two K, like he's fucking, he's a baller. We're talking about video games, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, of course. We have the control. We exactly. know what he can do. Exactly. But if you imagine <laughs> when he's controlling himself, imagine he makes if he bad was decisions. mindless on the court. Imagine the shit that he could do then in real life. If he just was, he is mindless on the court during the fucking regular, regular season. season. But seven game series, he's not the he's same. He's cold guy. during the regular season. Then he gets into oh, the playoffs, man. and that's he's so disappointing because I really do like efficient. him as a player. Like he really like if 
Paul Man, George is nasty. He's, he is. He's my, I love Paul extreme George, talent. Bro. He really is. He's as far my, as talent, he's great. But I'll like, say he was like my third favorite player. He's a six ten elite two way player. Like he is great. Yeah, people don't realize how tall he is. We like, cannot he's take damn anything away tall. from that. Mm-hmm. He shoots the ball like a fucking. His shoes are cold too. He's got a six, shoot. Like yeah, he's, he's got his, his, his PlayStation shoes. Shit, them bitches were hard. Yeah, they are hard. But I mean, he's got a ball in them. We're in playoffs. We have to talk about playoff P, and he's not hes not that guy. And LeBron. I mean, I don't know what kind of numbers he's putting up right now. They're beating the they're beating. He Dallas was like right fucking like – he was like three for something the last They're relying game. on Kawhi right Six now. Six for something. And that's okay. That's the thing, though. And that's <laughs> They'll the, be that, just fine. Yeah, that's the thing, that they have a good enough team they're around them. They're not relying on Paul George, so it's okay that he can, he can yeah, play like Yeah, but he's this. the second best player, so at a certain point he's going to need him to step up if they're really trying to but win But he's not the only person that can contribute to the offense. Thank God they have a Lou Will coming off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah but like I'm talking about other like guys in the deeper can, rounds. Like first and second round, that's not going to really show. But when you get to the Western Conference Finals, and if they get to the finals, those, those weaknesses are going to show more. Well, I mean, it also could save them because – he could pop up and have some great games. He could. You know, Kawhi can take them all the way there, and then they need that other guy to step up, and he mm-hmm. could step up eventually. It's the beauty of a team sport. That's the beauty <laughs> of having great players yeah. on your team, especially another superstar like Kawhi yeah. Leonard who just won a ring last year. We'll see. So he Shit. easily could put playoff P in a position to correct that narrative. Yeah. Will uh, we he do it? We don't know. We haven't put in our playoff locks, but I might... I've been going I'm, back and forth with somebody I'm, about yeah, my playoff I locks. I might have Toronto coming Scott out of the East job. again. I might have that coming out of the East again. I feel like the Celtics I was gonna say are very interesting right now. Very interesting. Yeah, but I feel like they're not as... Com- they're very guard... They have the best team in the oriented. East. On paper. On paper, but they don't have the big men like that. And I feel like uh, Toronto is all about is a, small ball, baby. So, yeah, but you got to have – we've seen that you got to have some type got, of like – They got big men, though. Not good ones. Who? I mean, they're all right, but there's not – Celtics? Yeah. yeah. Did you say Taco Fall, smack you. Ernest Cantor. Ernest Cantor. I mean, Ernest Cantor's all right, but like they don't he, have, they don't, they don't have a machine. legit big man no, like that. They they, they're more guard-oriented. And I feel like the Raptors, like with a Pascal Siakam, with a Mark Sagal, or Gasol, with a Serge Ibaka, they have more of the big man that are depth. athletic yeah, and can get boards. Big man depth. Yeah, yeah. but they have better scores. And on the wings, they do. But they're the, the Toronto. Like they have enough pieces to take them over that. The big Toronto, man hump. the Toronto wings though are not bad. They're not bad. But they're not, they're not I, I don't see either, them though. stopping Jason Tatum, though. Jason Tatum's kind of streaky for me, though. I don't feel like he's there yet. He, he's a little he's up developing. and down. He is, but he's still a little too up and down for me. Oh, no. I want to see him in the series. For me, for my taste. To get to to get them to the to the next level, I still feel like he has a year or two left before he can. Because he's still a young guy. He's only his second, third year in the league, right? Third year in the league. Yeah. We put see. a lot of expectation right, so they, on these so guys. We're not going to know until they did sweep the 76ers today. So let's see. But, yeah, so but let's we see. knew that was. Gonna we're happen. not going to know until we see the end he result of this playoff run. Mm-hmm. So I'm more on the side of I think he could do it. You're more on the side of uh, I don't think he's there I yet. I think the potential is there. Yeah, but I don't think you're right. I don't think he's there yet. I think he still needs another year I mean, of experience. I think he could do it this year. But think about it. We'll Jason see, Tatum, I mean, that, look at his numbers today 28 points, 15 rebounds. He's the okay, best but what was on his shooting? Team. What was his field goal percentage? Where was he shooting? Let's see. I, I, like, I like points and boards, but I want to like see efficiency. Field goal percentage, 55%. All right. Ooh. All right. That's not bad. He's but, less efficient. And then I hate it's to be a fucking stickler. I hate to be a fucking stickler, but it was against a very injured, depleted 76ers team that everybody knew they were going to fucking run through. 
<laughs> I not agree. To, I mean, not, okay, to, but not, not to be a stickler or anything. They're supposed to sweep that, that team. But, exactly. But and they did that. But so, your, yeah. opinion, to the next. your opinion over Toronto, they're playing fucking Brooklyn. Yeah. and I'm, Who does Brooklyn have? But Karis LeVert. Don't sleep, dog. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Like, both y'all should go to sleep I mean, right now. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the Nets played a lot better in the bubble than a lot of people thought they were going to. Given, given all the people that weren't going to be there. Okay. And like all they the showed up with that, nine players. Okay, but exactly like I'm not saying right, it's any better, anybody. but I'm just I'm just for 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 my flavor and my own experience. Toronto has more of the experience. They their their guard play might not be as well as Celtics, but the big men and their defense and their versatility and the rotation and the boards at the end of the day, I feel like we'll give them a slight edge over the Celtics right now. Just Maybe next year just or two years. This next series, and, but oh. see, but I think that I mean I agree with you that. I Toronto think that Jason it. Tatum is the guy, the special guy to take he is. the Celtics over that hump. I don't think Toronto has that guy. Pascal, bro. I don't think he's that don't guy. Don't hate on Pascal. I'm not hating on him. I don't think he's that guy, though. I think he's a great second option or a great role player. Like I don't think give Kyle or Van Ooh, Fleet, but I don't not, believe that. I don't think he's, he's that guy. The, he, but, oh, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't get in a lot of publicity because he, he is doesn't. in Toronto. And I feel like a lot of people sleep on him because he doesn't get the the media coverage because he's in Toronto, no, a, kind of a smaller up, he market. He was putting up numbers when the when they. Then the, who said a couple weeks ago that that Toronto was the bigger market than L.A. Than the Clippers? Who the who the fuck said that? I'm pretty sure it's me. Maybe yeah, the we were Clippers, talking about Kawhi maybe, being was, in a bigger market LA, in Toronto. It was the Spurs who I said it was a bigger oh. market than. Oh. So yeah. I don't know how San Antonio is a small market. San it's, not, it's a bigger market than than Toronto. No, I feel no like. it is not. No? In the no. basketball no. in the basketball world, yes, no. because Toronto it's a whole fucking country behind them. I'm not talking about that the, was my same I'm talking about the shine though. Who's going to get more of the spotlight? Oh, the San Antonio Spurs, the, the Spurs Raptors, because because of legacy. But I'm talking Thank about you. as market that, the size tra- of the city and the marketability marketability of Toronto is a lot greater than San Antonio because San Antonio is a small market between Dallas. Houston and yeah, San Antonio. We're talking about marketing in Toronto. We're not even going to see that shit. Of course, the NBA like, is an American-based thing. Yeah, but Toronto, the way that the Masai Ujiri, the way that they've been building this success, they've had regular season success up Trust, until last year. Whatever, Drake. Literally, Drake. How can we forget about Drake? <laughs> Drake. How the fuck can we forget about that? We're talking about basketball. Well, his influence is global. That is in the rap Baboon. world, in the music and world, mus- and he's. Heavily he's all over the sidelines at he's the Toronto heavily connected game, huh? with Toronto yeah global ambassador boom just takes him over the see, edge doesn't it it's not you taking know. him over the edge even without Drake <laughs> <laughs> like fuck uh, I just feel like from an NBA standpoint you're gonna get more shine being on the San Antonio Spurs or Greg Popovich behind are you? you than you will are being you? on a Toronto because when have Kawhi you seen because when have you seen Okay, so you want to say that, Jordan? They've never been How a did, So you're saying me the Spurs had more coverage with DeMar DeRozan than when he was in Toronto. Fuck DeMar DeRozan. Because San Antonio is not, not San different. Antonio's, but even huh? when they were winning championships, they were always the boring, you know, do it by the book, the big fundamental. Like, they were never. So are the Patriots, but they're highly talked about. No, but they're, they had. I, I mean, I wouldn't compare the Spurs to the Patriots. How, as, as far as, how would you as not as compare the, like, the Spurs just, and the Patriots? They're, they're they were both, a little bit more. They similar. were a little bit more transcendent, though, in their sport than San Antonio was in their sport. They never went back to back. It was always kind of boring. Whenever they went to the finals, they had low ratings. Like when they were in the finals, the finals ratings were low. Like they were never like a big attraction. They were just good as fuck, doing it by the fucking book and winning fucking chips. I see why you two are sitting on the same side. Because <laughs> we speak just, fucking uh, facts and I'm logic speaking over. facts, too. You know that but the Toronto, hype is bigger for San Antonio no, than it is for Toronto. No, no, 
no, how? No. You how? just said if we're going off legacy. As far as NBA, but I'm talking about marketability. I'm talking about in a city who's going to get, like you <laughs> said, DeMar DeRozan had, was a bigger star in Toronto in than he's been in San Antonio. Because yes. it's not a big, it's not a big city. It's not. not. And he was better it's in Toronto the, than he was th- in San Antonio. It's the third team. I feel like if you the same numbers and you just don't nah, know bullshit. Nah, he's not putting up the same numbers. He's putting similar. Care, mu- he, it's not a big fall off. It's not like a big dip. He's just in a smaller market. It's just a smaller market. That is, that's it is he's what a it is. Range guy. Never really cared for him. I never really cared for Demar Derozan. I mean, he either. can yam on it, bro. That dunk that he would have had in the Olympics, Rudy, that three sixty one, that would have been, been the one he has on Rudy Gobert is ridiculous. Oh, the, was the, it he him? might have a couple on him. Was who was it against the Nuggets? Was it Terrence Ross, Terrence Ross or Demar Derozan? That like it was against Kenneth Fareed and like the still Terrence, picture Terrence that they Ross. have of it, like Terrence. Terrence Ross. It didn't look like yeah. he was near the rim at all. He wasn't. And oh god, he fucking ended that man's life. Put him in, you know, six man. Now he's not even playing for the Rockets anymore. He put him out of the NBA. Kenneth Fareed? Yeah. Well, Kenneth Fareed was an undersized big man. He was six, the seven. The animal. Six, six, playing power forward. The animal. Like, you know. Effort guy. Effort he, guy. He was an effort guy. It's one thing it's like to be. Power 20. Yeah, yeah. If you're Draymond, then it's different. Boom. Draymond's a little punk ass bitch. Though. But he's way more skillful than <laughs> I'm just He's kidding. way he's more skillful than Kenneth Fareed. <laughs> I've never liked Draymond, so me either. But he's a good player. He really—I mean—he's pivotal to those teams. But I do think he talks too much shit. He needs—he needs to stay in his lane. Yeah, I don't—I don't like Draymond at all. Understand? Well, he's a three-time I've always champ. hated Draymond. I fucking—I don't like that. The guy. Golden State Warriors are a three-time champ, and he's a part of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, he three-time is. championship but, team. A little so. butthead. He's a butthead. He's in his lane. He can talk some shit. Nah. What do you mean, nah? He I mean, he can. But he pisses like, me off too. I lost like respect five for points. Oh, I lost respect fucking, for him too. You're, when a great, he got, you're a great guy. When he it's got not punk. all about points, Jacob. I don't care. <laughs> if he wants to talk that much shit, he better score a little more than fucking three to five points. What's his highest scoring season? Like 10, 12 points? Yeah, like, the season is <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> like, they're his, that's, that's what they're his Their historical season was his best season. He was like. In second or third place in triple doubles or something like that, he had a. He big won year. defensive player of the year that year, didn't he? Yeah, and he broke the a year record. Before? He broke oh, a record before. too, as far as stats. I forget what. what well, the, I mean, so like just his personality. You know, you got to separate the personality. You got to separate the man from the I work. Just don't like him. <laughs> his work is trash too. <laughs> three rings later, I don't know how much trash. I always wish that dunk. I just don't like the word. I always wish that dunk that LeBron would have had. So his average, his highest career average was fourteen points. So I wasn't too far off. Almost fifteen points. And how many minutes? Like 30 Probably minutes? fucking 40. 35 minutes? Probably plays the whole damn game. <laughs> fucking bump. Hell no, because <laughs> that's not bad. The nah, first two were, years, the first the two years that the they won quarter. championships. Yeah, the, there's they, only so many guys that have averaged 20 points. 34 minutes. Across their whole career. 15 points, 34 minutes. Shit. Efficiency. Shit. <laughs> that's jack shit. That is absolute shit. Oh, fuck. All right. I'm done talking about Draymond Green. I think I'm done talking in general. Yeah. I'd say we are. Episode 61. Am I taking us out of this piece? Why not? Episode 61 in the books. Uh-huh. Go for it. I was just here for the intro and outro. I'm just trying to make some good points. Hey, they, ha- they do have one of the hardest beats of all, all kids' shows. Palm Patrols isn't bad. Nah, my shit is PJ Masks. PJ Mass, PJ Mass. Yeah, I don't know that, but I know Backyard Backyardigans, Backyardigans is, is dope. Too. Oh yeah, but they fucking put any trap song, <laughs> they match any trap song to like the intro of that on uh, Instagram all the time. But even like I would watch it, with, I would watch it with my little cousins, and like the actual show was not that bad. Nah, that's not. 
Boom. Good old backyard again. We're not here to talk about kids shows, but we did talk about kids today. So uh, make sure you tune into this episode (laughs) of the No Hangover podcast. This was episode 61. As always, you know where to find us. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube for the visual episode, Apple Podcasts. The social media is Instagram, and that Instagram name is at No Hangover Hangover Podcast. If you want to get in contact with us, that's the best place. DM us there. Any content suggestions that you guys have, let us know. Um, Like the content that we put out, the pictures that we put out, the videos, the snippets. Just get engaged with us. It's always greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. Um, Am I missing anything? The playlists are on Spotify, as always. And on Apple Music. And on Apple Music. And my personal page, at Eric underscore Ponte 34. There's 11 of those things on there. I know I've been saying this, but we need to put more of them out. Uh, that's it. That's all. Yeah. I, just gotta, I just gotta do it. We got eleven though. We're yeah. in the double digits, so there's yeah. plenty of selection, plenty of music yeah. for you guys to exactly. rock to and vibe to. So in the meantime, enjoy those. For sure, um, fellas. You guys have any last words for the people? Nah, just appreciate all the love, like always. If you got any comments or you know concerns, want to talk about something on the episodes? Concerns. Wanna... That always interests me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm concerned about your guys' show and <laughs> things you guys talk about. Man, who knows? People might be if um. If you want any like shout outs if you want us to you know promote your brand a little bit just Work hit us up us. let us know we might put you we'll throw your name out in some episodes stuff yeah. like that um yeah what they said comments rate talk to us all that good shit everybody love everybody of course you already know the vibes jackie moon vibes in this bitch boom peace out